Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Alex Ferrario and Tanner Hendrickson. I'm Brandon Kylie. We are broadcasting live at the E&B Granite Studios out at the Centene Community Ice Center. And right now we're going to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line to be joined by our friend and the Blues Analyst for 101 ESPN. He's Joey Vitale. Joe, how you doing today? Joey, Joey, Joey. (sighs) What's up, boys? Doing good. Doing really good. Doing really good. How you guys doing today? Uh, doing fantastic, doing better, coming off of a, a two games in a row that the Blues have looked good in. That felt like one of the best performances of the year by this Blues team, an undermanned Blues team at that, Joey. What was your biggest takeaway from that game that we saw last night? Oh, geez. Uh, my biggest takeaway is that Jordan Bennington, um, I know the numbers have been bad this year for him, but this kid's still a gamer. I mean, he, he's a gamer that's going to win you games. And you look at how he battled against UC Soros, and I liked the saves in the game. I liked the saves early. I liked the way he shut things down there in that second period when the Blues were getting outmanned there just a little bit. But um, he's a goaltender that, like I said, the numbers are the numbers this year. And I think those numbers are because of the defense he's had in front of him. And I don't think that's certainly not a goaltending issue. I think that you look at goaltenders that can take you into a playoff series and win you playoff series – you got to have that gamesmanship. You got to have that professionalism. You have to have just that it factor. And in the last few games for Jordan Bennington, certainly um, he has exposed uh, exposed that, especially going against UC Soros last night. Joe, do you play him the rest of the way going into the bye week because they don't have any back to backs? You know what? I I think it's interesting. I mean, yeah, you have the game tomorrow versus Chicago, winnable game. He's had great numbers versus Chicago. So to me, that's a no-brainer. Um, then you have two days off before Buffalo. So that's that's another one where you're going to get him to get some rest before Buffalo. And then you enter that road trip. You know, I think believe you swing through Arizona, you go to Colorado, and then ultimately Winnipeg. You know, he's played well in Colorado. I mean, that's, I know that's an afternoon game. Uh, Thomas Grice has had very good numbers there in Winnipeg. Remember, that was his first start. He took the loss, but he played very good in that game. I think for every, every reason to believe, I think if he continues to go at this rate and he's feeling good and not feeling fatigued, I think that absolutely you put him in there. Now, what's going to be interesting is that, you know, I know he's a part of the voting for the all-star break, but if he doesn't get into that all-star game, which we'll know about here pretty soon, then absolutely. Yeah. Cause he's going to have, you know, we can have two weeks off in the mix there as well. So uh, plenty of reason for me with five games remaining before the winter break. If he's riding that good wave, I think, I think you got to go with him. Joey Vitale is our guest here on 101 ESPN. Joey, I heard you earlier today talking with Randy about how it's it's a little early for the scoreboard watching, and I'm with you, but I do like finding out where the Blues are relative to the other wild card contenders. We saw that last night with their game against Nashville, and I was looking into this earlier today. 
They're now two and one against Edmonton straight up. They're uh, two and one against Calgary. They're one zero oh, and one against Colorado. One and one on the season against Minnesota, and two and one against Nashville. Those are the teams that the Blues are competing with directly, whether it's for the back end of the Central standings or in that wild card spot. When you see that they have at least a five hundred record or above against every other team that they're competing with head to head, what's that tell you about this team? Well, it goes back to the gamesmanship, BK. I, mean, I was referring to Bennington there, but I think as a unit, this team just has it. They just have that it factor. I think when you win a Stanley Cup, you can't help but but have that confidence. Just continue for years to come. And, you know, you look at how this team's built, and this team's built for playoffs. I mean, last night's game, for example, the National Predators, to me, they don't have a sniff. You know, I know they're a good team. You know, they got a good power play, a great defensive group, and their captain's, you know, been one of the best defensemen of the year. But aside from that, I just don't see top to bottom uh, that consistent, just proactive approach in a game where you just you feel like they're going to win that game. Like last night, there was no doubt for St. Louis that they're going to win that game. I'll even go back to that Minnesota game the Blues played, that second game of the back-to-back on that tough road trip. They come in and they shut out the Minnesota Wild. Minnesota had a good push in the third. But aside from that, I don't know. I just I don't see the, the winning hockey rolling over shift after shift or at least semi-consistently. Um, this Blues team, I know they've struggled a lot this year, but they're also a team, and, and we'll see if they turn it on, but they're also a team that can just turn it on whenever they want. I mean, that, that's what we're seeing. I, I think in some ways it's such a long season, and this is where I say, you know, I don't like to score or watch too much because I think this Blues team is going to make a massive push. And I think that it's just a matter of time before they really make up their minds and say, hey, okay, it's time to make some hay. Let's go. Because when that decision's made, they have the players, they have the personnel, they have the experience. They have that, that, that champion nature about them with all the championships, Stanley Cups they have in that group, that when this time and they know they want to turn it on, it's time to turn it on. And, and of course, as we know, it, it is approaching that time as we're about five games away from the break. And then we come back from break, you're only a few weeks away from the trade deadline. So without a doubt, I think with the injuries, guys, and they're starting to come back, you're starting to see Bennington's confidence come up a little bit. You're starting to see the young guys pull the weight. And you're just seeing a contagious winning hockey team right now where they've kept their head above 500, well above 500 in this last stretch with some of the veteran players that are missing. And when those guys come back, if they can keep continue with that confidence, with the amount of personnel they have coming in, the amount of talent, leadership they have coming in, this is a team that can go on a run, no doubt about it. What do you think that means for the trade deadline then, Joe? Well, I think it's going to be interesting. I mean, I think you, you look at two different ways, Alex. I think you know the first and most obvious way is this team is is winning without some of their big players. I mean, that's just a fact. You know, they're they're winning without Ryan O'Reilly. They're winning without Vladimir Tarasenko. And the power play, although it it looks a little lethargic at times, they are scoring goals, right? So that's that's where you know you look at some of the personnel that have been out, and you can make the argument that this team seems like they're doing pretty well without those players. Uh, but on the other side, I think if you are really a, a good student of the game, like Doug Armstrong, of course, is, I don't know if you can look at this small sample size of the players that have replaced those veterans and say that, hey, these type of players are going to get us deep into a run in the playoffs. And what I mean by that is, can Jake Neighbors get you to a Western Conference final? Can Miko Mikula be a top pair guy? to shut down an Ethan McKinnon grouping, right? I mean, can Tyler Pitlick, can you lean on him for 10 minutes in a playoff series? You know, so those are some of the questions that, yes, the team is having success in the short term right now, and you're happy about that. But if you look into the future, can you really say that this young group, that these PTO at the beginning of the year type of guys, these call-up guys, these Steven Santini, Tyler Tucker types, 
can they win you a playoff series? Those are two very different things. You can win games in January. This is a tough stretch. A lot of teams are going through some tough, tough times and, and injuries. But playoff hockey, as we see, it, it is a different beast. It's a different game. Everything's amped up. Everything's more physical. Everything's high pressure. And if you don't have the type of personalities that can play in that style, then I don't think you can make a deep run. So, again, two ways. Yes, they're having success without some of these big-time players that are going to be unrestricted free agents this year. But at the same time, I don't think we can be fools here and think that necessarily this team, a team without O'Reilly, a team without Tarasenko, a team without Krug, are we really going to sit here and say that this team, a team like that is going to make a deep run? Or I guess the question is, are you better off having those three to make a deep run or not? And to me, the answer, of course, is going to be yes. So I think if they put themselves in a good position, you know, when those guys start returning, if they're, you know, seven, eight games above 500 and they're in a wild card spot and they're making a push, to me, you got to stick with the guys, you got to stick with this group, and you got to make that run because it's all about just getting in. And once you're in, it's anyone's game. Blues have 15 games remaining prior to the deadline. Joey Vitale will be on pregame coverage with Alex tomorrow for the first of that 15-game stretch against the Chicago Blackhawks. Pregame starts tomorrow on 101 ESPN at 6 o'clock. Joey will be with Curbs for puck drop tomorrow starting at 7. Joe, appreciate the time as always, man. Enjoy your weekend. We'll talk with you again next week. Sounds great, boys. You guys have a great weekend as well.